and welcome to GB Mag Chats, where we answer the real questions international students have about living and studying in the UK. I'm Carrie, your host today, and I am joined by Maria Lore, who will be giving us the lowdown on what the heck being a fresher means and how to party or not party accordingly. So hi, Maria, thank you for joining us. Can you tell us who you are and what you do? My name is Maria. I'm from Argentina. I studied at Manchester Metropolitan University for my undergrad and postgrad, and now I work here as international project coordinator. So I've been to four freshers' fairs. Oh, you are more than qualified then to help us today. Hopefully. (laughs) So what does your job involve then? So I do activities and events for international students, and I also gather feedback to get a strong international student voice representing students towards the university. Oh, sweet. So firstly, as I said in my intro, what does being a fresher mean? Like if you were to go to the Oxford Dictionary, point out the word, how would how would you describe it? Right. Fresh. Fresh is new. So it doesn't mean first year. It means first year master students. It's the first time in the UK you're officially a fresher. I feel like and being a fresher on Freshers' Fair and everything is just being new to the university and learning about the university in different ways and how to, you can engage with it and make your student experience the best it can be. And there is a difference between being a fresher and what the actual event Freshers' Week is, or it just being shortened to Freshers. So what does that entail, Freshers' Week? So Freshers' Week is a series of events and activities for, in, for all students to get to a better understanding of university events and activities, uh, such as sports and societies, but also get a feel of the city they're living in. So a lot of commercial vendors will be there as well. And of course, there's that social aspect of it. So a lot of societies and sports will have events happening. The unions will also have events happening. So it's a nice way of like an induction to your city and with us to Manchester. Amazing. Well, we'll get we'll get to the fun stuff, the social fun in a second. But before we have any kind of fun, we need to get some admin done, like having a bank account, insurance and doctors and getting registered. How can they do this? How do they get started? So, well, if you're an international student, the first thing you probably have to do is actually get all your paperwork checked out by your university. So you probably don't have a student ID yet because um, they have to process your data. So that's what happens at kind of international welcome. And they will give you all the information. You will be told how to register with a GP, how to find your GP. It's very easy. There's so many websites for it, uh, but actually you just go and ask for a form and you just register. Uh, but there's so many different things that you can do for international through international welcome. Yes, GP. Setting a bank account is probably one of the hardest things so far for our students because the appointment times take so long. So if you're listening to this prior to coming, if you want to book an appointment now for September, that would be useful. We have normally sessions in which students are presented with um, alumni that walk them through how to do these different um, activities, let's say. So is this with the, because I know you. there's also a similar fair specifically for international students. Is that where you and the alumni would come in? Yes. So that would be normally international welcome, what normally happens a week prior to, we're going to say, UK welcome, um, because it's, it's inducting people into the international aspect of the university, your visa, your responsibility, which is also very, I would say, not boring, but it's very important to learn, um, like how many hours you can work and things like that. And in this fair, you will also um, get to know like the academic aspect and coaching for academic English and so things like that and also be part of the international student community 
which is very, very important to get to know other students who are going through the same experience as you are. Yeah, that's lovely. And I think another like when I think of freshers the first thing I see are all like the pop-up stores and shops with all the different societies can you walk through with us what that would look like because I can imagine just the image of the amount of different tables and and faces can just be very overwhelming for the first time oh for sure I feel like it is an overwhelming sense especially because a lot of people want to talk to you everyone wants to share what they're going through and share like what they're either selling or promoting or want you to be part of so I think if you walk into our freshers, there was, we, we always structured it so you have the commercial stamps first. The commercial stamps, normally you go to freshers, you're going to get a lot of free food. For sure, free pizza, at least with us, is Domino's. I think Domino's have a lot of furniture, freshers fare and you get a lot of free food. Then um, you'll engage with clothing brands that will offer you prices. So you play a little game and you, and you get something from a t-shirt. I once got a cut out of a guitar um, that I kept for like two years. And I don't even know what who was promoting it. They just give you things. They're not necessarily related to the brand, but you get a lot of free things. So it's a very fun activity, I would say, um, to just go and talk, talk to the people and get to know the city you're living in. Because I feel like a lot of the prom- promotions available would be related to the city that you're in. So first, there's a lot of free things and a lot of food and a lot of people talking to you and probably getting to want, wanting your email address. I would say be mindful of who you give your email to, uh, if you, if possible. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of people. It's great though. I feel like personally, it's always fun to get to know people working in different environments as well. And it's also, I know it's silly, but if you're an international student, you're probably very career oriented. So it's also nice to make those connections and know people in different companies, um, just to get an idea of how it works here in the UK. So first is a commercial aspect. Yes. And then I would say moves forward to societies and sports. So each university has a student's union. A student's union represents students towards university with any good or bad situations. And within each, each student's union, you have societies and sports. So these are uh, groups that are made for students by students. So they have student committee. And normally in Freshers Fair, you'll have all the societies and all the sports that the university has trying to uh, show you what, they, what their offer is so you can become a member. So normally sports charge for membership due to um, insurance if you get hurt and the kids, so that's what you wear. And then societies might not always charge for membership, but it's um, it depends on the activities that they provide. Joining a society or a sports uh, team in your university life is very important. I think it's the best part of your student experience, if I do say so <laughs> myself. But it's very, very fun. And talking to all the sites and all the sports teams, it's, very, it's a very nice way of making friends and kind of like getting a better better understanding of the city you're in and the student life. So normally they would put up events that week and the week after. So you'll go to the pop-up stall that they have at the Freshers' Fair. They will tell you when their next event is. They'll probably take your, you'll, they'll ask you to follow them on some sort of social media and then you'll go to the event. Um, that's a great way of getting to know the, social, the society or sport before actually joining. Some sports, for example, have tryouts as well, such as cheerleading. So you wouldn't pay the membership until you actually got in. Um, But most sports actually are open for literally anyone and everyone. Um, You don't have to be good at it. I was part of my hockey team and I was the worst hockey player known. (laughs) But it was fun and I got to meet new people and I got a little glimpse of their British experience, student 
life experience, which I've never experienced before. I did it in my third year. As you can probably uh, tell, uh, that there's a lot to unpack about freshers and you did a very good job at it. What are the most like common societies that people can ch- check out? Just some examples. All universities will have academic societies. So if you, your degree, the first point of contact will be finding your degree equivalent to society. So if you studied law, our law society is fantastic. They do a law ball. Um, then nationality-based societies and religious-based societies. So if you um, are a very religious person, you're probably, there's probably a society with your religion name on it. And it would be nice to meet people that have that same uh, faith in the city that you're living and it's new. So I think that that's a very good one to meet new people as well. And normally, most, most societies interlink with different universities in a city. So it's not just meeting people within your university or meeting people in other um, universities as well. If there's not an international society or international student group like here, you'll definitely find nationality-based uh, societies such as a Latin society. We have a Hong Kong society here. Um, so it just depends of like what are you, well, the each university. But the best part about societies and the best part about sports is that if there's nothing there, you can start it. So if you don't see it, you can make it. So if you don't see your nationality represented by you, see a lot of people around you that are happy with the nationality, you can start your own society, which is very, very cool. I think another very common one is going into the politics aspect. So campaign liberation politics. So you will always have an LGBT society, probably a conservative society, um, a debating society. There's a bid for literally everyone. That's the whole point of society. My favorite society at the moment is um, one that does medieval cosplay and they make their own swords and they make their own like shields and like leather clothing and they go to a park and they recreate um, a medieval fight. Some some unions in the UK have Harry Potter societies and they play Quidditch, which is very, very cool. Uh, So it's not just academic it's not nationality it's literally any hobby you can possibly have i think i remember there was a taylor swift society at my university like there's literally they can be a society for anything anything and everything what are some societies that are very niche what is the most niche society that you can think at the top of your head we have a cooking society um which i think is quite niche because they just hang out they can cook here at the union so they just talk about eating and cooking together, which I think is fantastic. I think Taylor Swift is probably the best society I've ever heard of. I'm a Swiftie. Um, also, if you're a Swiftie and you're coming to the UK, there's Swifties here too. And it's very, very nice, I would like to say. Um, it's not like you're one out. There's loads of Swifties here, which is fantastic. I would say we had a cheese society once, which I thought was quite interesting. I think food quite unique. Why is it no longer there? That sounds amazing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, we Another society that is quite common um, is pole dancing, um, which is not always considered a sport. It depends on which union. But I also thought that, that for me as an international student, that was quite intriguing because I had never heard of like pole dancing as something you would do in university. So it was quite fun. And I think like a lot of it's one of our biggest, if not the biggest society that we currently have. So it might not be intriguing for here, but it is. it was different for me when I arrived to to see that. And I think it was pretty fun as well. They have taster sessions and things like that, which is also very fun. I think the medieval society, again, was also a weird one for me. I was not expecting it when I saw it. And I was very enchanted by the whole thing. I was like, this is so sweet. 
And it's so wholesome. I have friends that do that. They get they they join these um, uh, battle recreation groups, and you could just see them having the time of their life with their chain mail and their shields. And I'm like, oh god, you're having so much fun. I love this for you. It's gorgeous. It's very wholesome. I love it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sort of uh, like to come back a tiny bit because all the freebies that you get during uh, Freshers Week. What would you say to Freshers to not buy beforehand? to prevent getting just so many different variety of pencil cases or like <laughs> i was like oh i didn't need to buy a pencil case in the end i just ended up with like five in, in a week in a single week never buy a tote bag you're gonna get at least 10 tote bags of freshers and if you don't maybe it's a good thing um because that means it's more eco-friendly but um you're gonna get at least i'm gonna say 10 tote bags of freshers or never buy a pen i am currently using a stagecoach pen that I got somewhere in my first or second year that I still have. And we have so many of them and they just keep popping around. So um, don't buy pens, don't buy uh, tote bags. If if there's a Domino's, you're probably not going to eat anything but Domino's for the next two weeks because they give you very great discounts uh, for food. So don't buy food. (laughs) I know that sounds silly. (laughs) And I would say, I mean, I don't know if pencil cases has been one for me, Um, but I've been seeing giving around a lot is water bottles as well as well and maybe coffee cups everywhere oh and can openers the amount of can openers you're going to get with a random brand on it at least the ones you listen to my current keychain is from amazon prime that has a can opener so i don't know where or how i got it um probably was this last freshers first but it is no matter what they're always going to give you one it's just facts um (laughs) And now to the next part, because I think you mentioned it earlier about like taking a tour of the town you're studying in. Where would be the point of contact to go for that? I would say first, hopefully your student's union has a tour already organized. If your student's union doesn't have one and it was not part of the international welcome, I know this is my sound obvious, but every city has like a council website um, to just go Manchester City tours. There are a lot of free tours happening in almost every single city that I know. Um, and on, honestly, if there's nothing set up for some random reason, I would just genuinely approach your SU and ask, hey, can somebody show me around? And I think the answer will be yes, because we all want to show you around and show you the beauty of Manchester. And hopefully an easier way of doing that is actually through the societies that are doing events because they will normally do a little, either a pub crawl or if it was a history society, for example, you'll look at history tour of the city. What are some common mistakes you have witnessed over the years after seeing so many fresher weeks? Uh, well, eating too much pizza, um, for one. Uh, and not, I feel like the, the biggest thing is that you get all these flyers. You know, people are always handing things to you and you want to accept because you're very excited. And then you're never, realistically, you're never going to check that tote bag again. So don't postpone and just go for it. If there's an event the, the next day and you're tired, go anyways. I would say do as much as you can and try to engage as much as possible because I feel like the biggest mistake is, oh, I can look at this later because you feel overwhelmed in the moment. And I get the concept not right that second, but do it in the next hour. Check it out. Go on the website. Look it up because you will forget it completely for months until you see something that reminds you of it. And then you feel sad that you missed out on it. And then you'll feel, oh, should I join? And the answer is yes, you should always join. There's no limit on joining but you will feel like you can because it's no longer freshers. Um, so I feel like it's important to not postpone and try as many things as you can. And maybe you won't like them and that's okay, but you don't want to 
you don't want to regret it in the future that you didn't try it out. When I went to my first freshers' fair, I really liked field hockey and I did that in high school. And I came and I asked, I think I understood that they had hockey, but ice hockey because it was England, ice, I don't know. I, my, I think in my head, I didn't picture England having fields, um, which is ridiculous. And it was only until third year. So one of my scores went to someone I went to class every single day for three years told me, oh yeah, I'm part of the hockey team. And I was like, what? And I joined like midway through the year um, and I did it for my third year, my master's degree. And it was fantastic. But if I would have asked properly or actually cared for it at the beginning, then it would have changed really my entire student experience. Um, and I do regret not being more inquisitive and not not actually checking in again thing because I felt a bit overwhelmed by all the options. I was like, well, whatever will be, will be, and I will deal with it. And I feel like probably should have just actually sat down and go through with them. Because then also I would say, don't just find any social, uh, anything that people offer you, meaning everything that they're going to promote is going to look wonderful. And I remember I joined the society that was the business management society or the business and events management society. I was not even studying business management, but it's not cool. And I paid for membership and then I never heard back. <laughs> and then I forgot for like three months that I had actually paid memberships. I didn't even ask, which was very bizarre uh, at the time. So I was like, don't just join because it looks good. Try it out and then join, you know, because if, if you decide to join 20 societies, some of them are going to charge you and it's going to pile up. Um, so try it, but be mindful of your choices because if you join too many things, then you might not have time for your studies. So try everything, make people, make meet friends, um, make friends, meet people <laughs> and just see where that takes you. I was just going to say, especially in first year it is the perfect time I mean I think it depends on the uni and or your course but I think it's a common case that the first year doesn't count towards your final grade it is a time to get into get into your natural routine and try out new things be like can I balance this with my course can I do this as well as this and that is the especially during like the first term with freshers week that is the perfect time to try everything that you want to try out because you're going to get to third year then be like oh I wish I'd done that and then you'll probably do it and be very overwhelmed with time schedules like I was um you'll still do it but you'll feel a little bit guilty afterwards um yeah just just in case what um Carrie meant with um that it doesn't count it means that your grades don't count to your final average in the UK which means that no matter if you, you you just need to pass so in the UK you have a grading system that you can get a 2-2 a 2-1 or a first degree it doesn't count to that average that goes next to your degree so you can as long as you pass that that's for you to get adjusted to the system as well because it will be a different educational system you'll have different um grading and you'll have different way of filling in assignments so it's important but this is just for undergrads, if you're doing a one-year master's, please don't take this. It does count. Your one-year master's counts. Um. Thank you. I appreciate the clarification. I got too carried away with the excitement. No, because you're right. And I feel like it's something I... People kept saying it to me for like a full six months and did not know what that meant. It's like, does it mean if I, I can fail? And it's like, no, you cannot fail. Uh, but you can, it doesn't matter for the overall average. Following on from that, why is it important to explore the different parts of uni life? Like we've suggested you should do this because you're going to feel this. But why is it important to explore the different parts of uni life? Because I think like the UK 
way of studying is not just academic. It's very, being enriched by different experiences. So you will have a beautiful experience just going to university and learning. But you, it's through societies and sports that you learn from others and you surround yourself with people from different social and economical backgrounds. Uh, you have surround people from different countries and you need that to become a full form adult that has their own uh, views and experiences. So I feel like that's why it's important because if you don't do these things, then you will probably have a very narrow way of thinking that would be very strictly academic when you socialize and you meet other people. And even if you're an introvert, there we have a nerd society. We have a gamers. The, they, the society is called nerds. We have a rock society. Uh, and there are for people that are probably more introverted, but they're introverted together. So it's important to find your group and make it count and make those experiences outside of university uh, valuable to your student, to your career as well. I feel like it's also very, if you're career focused, like I was when I started being part of a society also shows that you can, at time, you're good at time management, that you're good at organizing events, you're good at socializing, which is also good things showing that you participated in extracurricular activities is really good for you. But the overall is the student experience is no, not complete without that aspect. And genuinely, you're coming to the UK to experience a British experience. You didn't, otherwise, you would just do an online course. But you came here because you want to know what it's like to live here and experience the beautiful things that the country has to offer. And that is meeting other people and learning from them as well. That was a beautiful way of putting it. Um, so we're coming to the conclusion of our chat and we like to end our episodes with some do's and don'ts. Can you give one do and one don't to people who don't know how to begin uh, Freshers Week and want the final conclusion of anything that we haven't mentioned yet or something that you feel you need to extra point out? I would say one do is probably keep a note of the people you speak with or the societies that you speak with or the commercial stance you keep with, that you talk with. So you'll remember maybe the next day after all the excitement who you spoke with and what you're interested in. And a don't would be try not to feel overwhelmed. What I mean by this, if you, if it's possible, normally freshers first last an entire day or even two, which means that you can come in and out. It's not like you have to be there for the entirety of the pressure. So if you feel like you don't want to be there anymore, it's okay to walk away. It's okay to look at it on the website. All the information will always be online beforehand. So I say, don't let the event itself put you off from experiencing the student life here. So even if it's, it's not going, but finding out online, find it out, go to your SU and talk to your reception, but don't be put off by the amount of people there, especially if you're an introvert or you don't like speaking to people as much, please still do it um, and find a way to make it work for you because it will it will ultimately will work for you and make you make your experience a lot better thank you so much maria for joining us uh where can people find you on the magical world of the internet if you have any you can find me on linkedin as maria lori l-o-r-a-y and you can find me on instagram as maria in england um i did pr so i have a i had to have a blog and my blog was called maria in england and therefore my instagram handle I am on Twitter, but I don't tweet. So, but it's also Marie in England. And I'm also on TikTok. It's also Marie in England. Amazing. Well, thank you so much and take care, everyone.